Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Help I Sex With My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas like what canapé should I serve at my Eurovision party and how do I get my neighbour to pay me back for fixing our shared shared fence and what should I do if I accidentally texted your boss but we're not usual agony ants, are we William Hansen? The UK's leading etiquette expert. No, we're not Jordan North radio presenter. I'm more creme anglaise, you're more instant custard. What's and, creme anglaise? Uh, well, it's sort of like a French custard. It's a thinner, slightly more artisan custard rather than the, the gloopier thing that you might find on Spotted Dick. Oh, I'm more ambrosia. I'm... Yes, and what am I? Well, that is ambrosia is instant custard, yeah. I believe. I had instant custard on Sunday. Did you? Yeah. What did you have it on? By the way, thank you to Matthew Fox for that one. What, what did you have it on? Uh, I had it on apple crumble. Tesco's. Apple, Tesco's. Tesco's. Yeah. I couldn't be bothered making it. I had people around for Sunday dinner. Right. Mm. Oh, okay. Nailed the Yorkshires again, though. Did you? Mm. Nice. Lucky Yorkshires. Yeah. Anyway. Are you do doing it? them in your air fryer? No. Okay. No. Just I put the, the air fryer away at weekends. Yes. Because yes. I feel like I had, I had a, oh, I'll tell you what though, next day on Monday, mm. I had a banging, um, I'll show you a picture, bubble and, air, air fryer bubble and squeak. Right. So. It's just a load of chopped up veg, isn't it? Yeah, and mashed and then I put it in air fryer. Look how good that is. That does look, oh, look at your silicon inserts. I won't recommend the silicon inserts, no. but I didn't want it to get all over. No, you said this before. So, yeah. Okay, lovely. Shall we have a drink? Yeah, sure. It's a new bottle of De Bonnet. This is the gin, though. Oof. Thank you. Would you like to do the De Bonnet? Go on. I'll allow this one. Will ya? Oh, you've had a good week. Powerless to stop it. Okay. Who shall we toast Oh, let me think. Why don't we toast our newly crowned monarch? 
King Charles the third. The third. The king. The king. No clinking. Did you enjoy the Corrie B? The Corrie B? Where's the B come from? <laughs> oh, sorry, the Corrie... <laughs> Corrie C. Because you know we had Platy Jubes. Yeah. I've been trying to get a... Corrie Nash, I've heard. Corrie Nash. It's not as good as Platy Jubes. Corrie... K... Corrie K? Cor... Yeah. The bi... Yeah. The big C... No. Um, yes, I did. It was lovely. I thought it was very majestic. Yeah. Beautiful. Love that bit with the can-can. Oh. What about Camilla not turning up, huh? <laughs> Can't believe they had an argument the night before. We should just, just in case people have not already detected, this is being recorded before the coronation, but mm. we're going to talk about the coronation as if it's happened. How mm. much is that crown worth? A lot of money. Wow. Uh, yes, it's, I mean, it's, it's priceless. Yeah. It's been around for a while. When someone says priceless, does that mean, like, there's just not enough money in the world to pay for it? Yeah. You know, like... Art and stuff, when they say it's priceless, it's like mm. surely everything's got a price. Well, I think with art, yes, everything does have a price. But with saying like a the crown only worn by sovereigns, mm. I think that is fairly Sorry, a borderline ADHD. Is Whistler's mother actually a piece of art? Do you remember from the Bean movie? Yes, it is. Is it actually? Yes. Oh, is it? By Whistler. Is it actually? It is. Oh, is Whistler a real artist? Yes, quite a famous one. Oh, I'd, so that's a real painting? It is a real painting. Oh, okay. It's obviously not the real painting in the film. That film's fantastic. It's a very by good the film. Way. Not as good as Mr. Bean's Holiday. Oh, God, get away. I love Mr. Bean's <laughs> no, Holiday. No, 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 no. Bean the movie. No, he does too much talking. He doesn't Bean's. really. He does. Whereas Mr. Bean's Holiday is more mute. That scene where Bean drones over the thing, he's got a big nose, and his reaction. Yeah, and they, it's go a good out, film. they go out and get pissed. Oh, did that? Yeah, or where he's with the trolley, goes beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Whistler's Mother is a real piece of art. Yes. Is that priceless? I would imagine so. Mm. Well, no, it's art. Of course it's got Everything's a... got a price. Yeah. Everyone. Though. You've got a price. Every, everything's... You've got a price. <laughs> See your hashtag ad on Instas, for one. Anyway... As always, if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you got in touch. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexofmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sexofmyboss or you can write to William who promises a handwritten reply and he's on letter paper. The address is on the website, sexofmyboss. So, yeah, it was the coronation. Congratulations to King Charles III. Yes, yeah. and Queen Camilla. And Queen Camilla. As she now is. So we just refer to him as the King and Queen. Uh, yes, colloquially, the King and Queen. What will they be doing this week now, then? Will they have it off? Will they, I'm sorry, baby will they have the week off? Will they go for, like, a coronation honeymoon? What, what happens? Coronation honeymoon. I would imagine it's just back to, back to royal duties. You'd think they'd give it a day off, wouldn't you? I, I'm sure there will be a day off in there somewhere, yes. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think they'll be hard at it. Do you like all the um, pomp and ceremony? I love it. Yeah. Of course I do. Would you ever camp out the night before? Uh, no. With the rest of the... Royalists? No, I wouldn't. No? No, for, mainly because of the hard, cold pavement. You know, well, they all like camp beds. Mm, no, and also vermin, so no. That's not a way to talk about <laughs> No, that. I'm not talking about them. <laughs> Fellow countrymen. We, next time there's a coronation or a big do one, we'll camp out. <laughs> what sort of big do do you have in mind? Well... Because there's not going to be a wedding for a while. Yeah, true. Basically, I don't want to depress everyone, but the next royal event's a funeral. Oh. 
Happy coronation. Oh, okay. Well. Um, yes. So we'll crash on. Um, how's your week been? Yeah, very well, thank you. I, I finally went to watch Oklahoma. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah. The burning question. Mm-hmm. Do they say your line? They did say my line. Your line is kept in the in, So in my the line, which I had in year eight, was, Gee, Annie, I'm so hungry, I could eat a gate post. And how did the new member of cast deliver that line? It, I'll be honest, I felt like I delivered it better. Okay, fine. But other than that, it was it, it's a good play. It's different if if you've watched Oklahoma or starred in it like myself, then it's a bit diff <laughs> it's a bit different from what you've probably seen before. Okay. But in a good way, go go and watch Is it. it. Be- How old were you? What year were you in? Year eight, so ten, eleven. How did this rate to your year eight production? Uh obviously your year eight production, people still talk about it. Yeah. We're still talking about oh, it. Yeah, everything comes around in full circle, doesn't it? Mm. So this was the play I was in because it was at Christmas. My dad was still in the Christmas. army. My dad was still in the army. Okay. And he'd been at his mess do mm. in the sergeant's mess. So he was pissed and he turned up late mm. and like disturbed everyone and come down the aisle and then fell asleep on a, a lady's shoulder okay. and was snoring. And my mum was livid and it's picked him for days. And this is no reflection on the play I would see. I'd been DJing the night before in Blackpool, had three hours sleep, and nodded off at one bit. You've turned into your father. I was dribbling and stuff. So, okay. But that was no reflection on the play. It's just because I was massively hungover. Okay. I'd DJed the night before in Blackpool. Yes, how did your bangers and whoppers and your whip Re- it up Great, go? great crowd. But I invited my friend, Sam, Sam Andy. And your brother. And my brother to come and have a few drinks for me. And then... They stayed and they had no way of getting back, so all three of us shared a bed. Oh. And I didn't sleep, and I'm too old for that. Sorry? No, get up, you dirty get. <laughs> anyway, so that happened. Um, also, I, um, I, went, I watched Elvis. Again? No, you haven't watched that and one. I haven't watched it. So I finished the books. Yes. So I remember when I got told about these books. Do you remember when I filmed those adverts for I'm a Celeb, the... The competition ones. Yes. A couple of years ago. Loved the, them. The director said he was a big Elvis fan as well, and he told me about these books, so I ordered them, and I finally got around to reading them about six months ago, so I was like, I'm not going to watch the film until I've, I've, I've read the books. I've read the, he should have got an Oscar. Austin Butler. Austin Butler should have got an Oscar. He okay. was brilliant in it, like because most people make Elvis look a bit cheesy and a bit... <laughs> but, um, and of course it wasn't. I, I, I don't know if I like the film. Oh, but he I, should have got an Oscar. I liked it, but I felt it was rushed in parts and a bit... They could have perhaps done two films. A bit Baz Luhrmann. Well, yeah, they because could have he done, directed it. They could have done two films. That's what. That's exactly it. They should have done the like, early part years. Yeah. And then part two, the Vegas years. I felt like it was a bit rushed. Okay. But that scene at the end where he's all... He's a bit heavier and stuff. That was really okay. good. Well, I'll, I'll, I will watch it at some point. I'm sure there's a plane journey in my future where I'm going to fire it up. Okay. How's your were. How's your week been? I'll be honest, I've been on cloud nine ever since Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Literally, I just find myself grinning from ear to ear. I think there's a friendship blossom, blossom in there. It's not just a friendship, it's a romance. We, um, yeah, there was some yeah. bit of flirting going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. We loved that. I could be the future... Mr. Polizzi. In case you're um, wondering, Gene Davis, on Friday's bonus, mm. we had... Which was a very long bonus. Yeah, but it was great. Longest bonus we've had for a while. It is. We had the Queen, Alex Polizzi, in the studio. Alex? I can't say a bloody name. 
she came in to give us a visit because it turns out she's um, started listening to the podcast. Yes, by her lovely daughter. Yeah. And um, it was a wonderful moment. Genuinely. I mean, I knew there was a surprise. We were doing the coronation special, and I thought, ish. And I thought, oh, it's like, a, you know, you've got a cardboard cutout of Charles and Camilla. You know, oh, we've got a royal visit from the king and queen. <laughs> like, I thought, oh, yeah, it's going to be whatever. I'm going to have to, you know, act. And... Um, Obviously, when you know we're recording in the studio, we're beautifully lit, but the rest of the studio is quite dark. And I hear the door go, and I look over, and it's Alex, actual Polizzi. <laughs> it's mad, isn't I it? I have watched her on television for eighteen years consecutively. I have never missed an episode. I rewatch episodes. Mikey and I quote her almost on a <laughs> weekly basis. But darling, you need to fuck off. <laughs> she never does interviews, as far as I'm aware, nope. or if I I don't see them, if she does. And she's there in our studio. And, she and then just... she sits next to me. Oh, I'm so happy. Would you turn straight for her? No. But we'd be in a very happy platonic marriage, what's Alex, the, if you're listening. What's the etiquette for asking one of your favourite celebs to record a video for a loved one? Yes, that's what you did. That was a bit cringe, wasn't it? It wasn't cringe. I'm sure she's used to it. Mm. And that you... video got me a lot of brownie points. Did it? Mm. Nice. Yeah. You'll notice how I didn't ask that. No, I know, but I went, I'm really sorry to ask. She's like, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yes, yeah. And then she looked at me, rolled her eyes. Did she? No, oh. you're so easy to wind up. <laughs> um, so anyway, Alex and everyone that was involved in orchestrating that, thank you very much. You're welcome. I'm, you did nothing, shut up. I did. You were like told about it with like three minutes to go. I was told the night before <laughs> on a WhatsApp <laughs> and I was part of the planning process. Were you? Yeah. Okay. Producers looking, having other ideas. Yeah. Oh, it was. Wonderful. It was great. We don't really do guests, do we? No, and I feel terrible because literally two days before, my friends Gary and Brad from LA uh, had we were having tea, and they said they asked about the podcast. And they went, "Oh, you should get us on as guests." And I just went, "We don't do guests," and I shut them down. And now we've done a guest. Yeah, I've, I've been asked a few times, but we don't do guests. Not, do we? we tried it. We've tried it, but it's all about William, so we just. <laughs> <laughs> We can't fit them in. Yeah. Also, I've, uh, I think I've been scammed this week. You've been scammed? Yeah. They, all, they must have seen me coming a mile off. Do you remember when I gave my watch away? And I thought, yeah, giving it to some random bloke in jeans in the watch shop. Because I think you had. Yeah, I had. <laughs> and the shop couldn't remember. Anyway, I got my watch back. Um, is, going that, to, is that it? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to the gym yesterday. Mm. And there's like three kids outside the gym. Age? 10, okay. 11. Okay, they are kids. And um, they, they asked me something, but I had my headphones in, so I pulled my headphone out. And he was like, oh, will you sponsor our boxing gym? It's, it's going oh. bust. It's shutting down. I was like, oh, I, I don't have an... And then I remembered I did actually have a tenor on me. So I was like, oh, yeah, sure. But So I signed this piece of paper, gave him an email address, and gave him a tenor, and he just put it straight in his pocket. Then I walked to the gym and I thought, that's not right. He didn't have a clipboard. It was just a bit of paper. He didn't have a, didn't, he didn't have a lanyard. And there was no adults with him. Right. So basically, I thought I was doing a good thing. And can I ask a question? And I'm in no way judgmental. How were they dressed? They had trackies on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, maybe not. Maybe it is. So I signed the thingy. And then uh, when I came out of the gym and seen them all vaping, Okay. I thought, I'm joking, they weren't actually, they weren't, they weren't. But yeah, I think I might have been scammed. Why, were they doing it to other people? Well, no, it was, they had like a bit of scrunch, it was just a scrunched up piece of paper. 
and I signed it, and it was only. Did I, you not think at one point, why does a ten-year-old need a boxing gym? Well, did that not go through your mind well, at the start, the gym? But I was the only, I was the first person to sign the paper as well. <laughs> right. And I used to watch the Real Hustle. Yes. So not, I thought not closely enough. I thought I'd seen every scam coming, but yeah, I think I've just given away a tenner there. And your personal information. And just my email address. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I hope they don't. Just be careful on what you click on. So I've been scammed. What else has been going on? What else have you done this week? Um, well, uh, I saw my goddaughter, Artemis. Mm, lovely pictures on your Instagram. Thank you. She's gorgeous. She's lovely. She's a, she's a character. So got... her godfather. <laughs> Ashley. Uh, they got. Why are you blushing? I'm not blushing. That was a compliment. Oh, thank you. There's a lovely video that uh, I was sent of her playing with her sort of stuffed toys, the rabbit toys. And Mog, her cat, comes over and starts interrupting. And Artemis picks up the cat, well, not picks it, like pushes her away and goes, find your mates, jog on. (laughs) (laughs) What's she got that from? Well, apparently, and parents listening, there is a very popular show called Bluey. It's an Australian show, which Uh-oh. explains it all. And Where Your Mates Jog On, bizarrely, is in this Australian children's show. And apparently for a week, Artie had a little Australian accent. Wow. Yes. Is it true that um, Peppa Pig causes a lot of bad behaviour for children? A lot of parents don't like it because Peppa Pig's quite... Is she quite naughty? And it, so, I think she's a strong, independent woman. And, no, I th- and someone told me as well. I think I've seen this on TikTok. No offence to, like, the creators of Peppa Pig. Isn't the dad a bit of a dick? I mean, I, I have watched it, but I've I haven't never watched seen, it closely. I've never seen it. Okay. No. Austin's a bit old for it now, aren't they? Yeah, but they were, they were massively into it. Okay. Well, yeah. ask them. I think I've seen clips. Well, lovely. Anyway, Art is very well. We had a lovely time. Okay. She's, You're... A- I'm, mm. You're a good godfather. Thank you. I've got her art on my fridge now. Oh, have you? Yeah. What is Beautiful. it? Beautiful. It's not Whistler's Mother, let's put it that oh, way. okay. No. But it's it's very colourful. Have you ever seen the movie Godfather? No. I've not seen him for a couple of years, so I need to rewatch him. But what was I watching? Oh, it's in um, White Lotus. They do a little homage to it, don't they? They Did go they? to some house that it was in. And I started... <laughs> Well, if they want to cut the budget for Series 3, get in, t- get in touch with Jordan. He'll do the theme. Is it Godfather bit in that? Yeah. I love series that. 2. Have you seen it? Yes. Two. I watched it How did you miss year. that? It's like an entire plot point. Oh, it's with the guy from um, Sopranos, isn't it? <laughs> All right, don't labour the joke. These gays are trying to kill me. <laughs> There's so many memes about that. It is. It was yeah. like when Madonna adds extra tour dates. <laughs> goes, These gays are trying to kill me. <laughs> oh, Madonna. Are you a Madonna fan? No. Are you a Britney Spears fan? I mean, how stereotypical are we going now? I mean, I like her music, her, some of her earlier stuff. Baby One More Time. <laughs> Oops, I did it again. Oh, uh, oh! what's the other one I used to like? Oh, I've forgotten it. Name me a Britney Spears song. Oh, baby, baby. Yes, I've just done that. How was I supposed to know? Well, another... Oh, there was Womanizer. Womanizer. Oh, that's quite late. That's, that was double yeah. based. What's the one where she's on the plane? Yeah, I know the one you mean. Toxic. Toxic. Yeah. No, that you're toxic. Okay. Also, uh, before we move yes. on, you've, you're wearing an, a lovely jacket today. Thank you so much. It's very Jordan North-esque. It is very Jordan North-esque. Yeah. I'll be honest, it's not mine. I've borrowed it from my husband. Uh, is it 
Percival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen him on in that before. Yes. Yeah. And I just thought, I don't know what you, you get to the point. You go, I don't know what to wear. I've worn it all before. It's a nightmare now that we film these. Mm. I, I'm running out of stuff. I to can wear. see. I was going to wear that ho- hoodie today with a tape on, but I thought oh, we've already done that. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, I walked around Liberty yesterday trying to kill time before I went to go meet some friends and they have started doing, I think they are gorgeous, Liberty Print shirts for men. You know Liberty Print, very strong floral shirts and they are beautiful fabric and I really, like half of me really wants to wear one but then I walked around the entire department thinking of all the things I'd say to people on tour if they were in those shirts going, I can't wear this myself. Yeah, fair one. I've seen on um, Instagram and I really want it. So there's a t-shirt that's called The Wonder Bra for Men. Right. And I really want it and I can't find it anywhere. So if that company... You too can look a bigger tit so, in this T-shirt. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. It's, it's this company where, it, you know, where stuff advertises on your Instagram. Mm. So basically it makes your pecs look bigger yeah. and the arms look good. Apparently it's like this amazing design. It's like going to change the T-shirt as we know it. And then it makes you... <laughs> it makes you... What? It makes you... It's like st- sitting opposite Gok It makes your stomach look flat, so it hides your little beer belly. Oh, you hardly don't. You hardly have one. You might say you don't have one. You don't have one. No, I do have one. You so d- oh, stop it. So it's... And I want it, and I can't find it anywhere. And I'm like, I've Googled Wonder Bra T-shirt for men. You want to see what's come up. Right. Oh, talking of things, um, you know, years ago, I talked about um, with um, lovely Tom, my neighbour. We've gone well off script. It. He and I used to dock during lockdown. We, dock, <laughs> we docked on the terrace with our homos which is a brand of hose for those listening. Anyway, someone the other day, literally yesterday, tagged me in a video going, two, two homos docking. Homos as in the brand of hose. Have you and Tom docked recently? No, actually, because his homos broke. Oh, OK. Yeah, so I'm afraid I, I'm less. But someone tagged me in a video, and thank you for tagging me in that, because I didn't need to see that. Do you know what? You've hardly <laughs> mentioned Tom and Leanne. Since, you've not seen them since lockdown. What do you mean I've not seen them? I live next door to them. You never mention them any. Have you fallen out? No, I see them all the time. Yeah. I'm the master of ceremonies at their upcoming wedding. Oh, are you? Yeah. Oh. On my birthday. They're getting married on your birthday? Yes. Oh, how very dare they. Mm. Mm. It's lovely for them to throw such a nice party for me. Yeah. Do you know, um, we need to watch the... uh, Keeping Up Appearances QE2 episode. I've sent you dates. I know, this week would have been ideal. Well, what are you doing? Now... And I just and then you're going off, aren't you? Mm. Well, I have to send you other dates. Okay. And then you go away. Anyway, that's all. Where did you watch the King's Coronation, by the way? I watched it. I watched the actual <laughs> ceremony at home, but in the morning I was titting about in central London doing stuff, and in the afternoon I was. <laughs> Actually, no. What channels were you on? Uh, TF1, which is BBC in France, and BBC, which is BBC in Britain. <laughs> Were you on any Australian ones? No, why? Oh, I heard you on Scott Mills the other week. Yes. Yeah, on the phone. I was on my way to work and they've got it yeah. playing out. What were you doing? My job. Yeah. What? Doing what? some royal advice for Scott. Oh. oh, okay. Fair enough. Why? Is that all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry I didn't run it past you. Yeah, no, it's all right. It's fine. It's fine. I'll oh, go you're on. a bit put out, aren't you? Well, it's like me going and speaking to other etiquette experts. <laughs> Nah, I'm joking. I'm and you'd be perfectly within your rights. Mm. Mm. I feel like I was cheating a bit. 
Well, he's Radio 2, not Radio 1 now. Yeah, I'm joking. It's yeah, fine. Okay. Speaking of which, is it time for your etiquette etymology of the week? Yes, it is. Here's the jingle. It's William. William. The etiquette geek. His knowledge. Knowledge. Is quite unique. He'll give you manners. Manners. A subtle tweak. It's time for William's etiquette etiquette of the week. And this week, because we're approaching wedding season, we've already talked about Leanne and Tom's upcoming wedding, I thought I'd talk about why do brides wear white? Well, we all know. All right, tell me then. It's to represent virginity. Not quite. I'll tell you why after these messages. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, Gene Davis, thanks for sticking with us. Um, it's William's Etiquette Etymology of the Week. Why do brides wear white? Well, who was the person that popularised brides wearing white? Come on, most people know this. Pamela Anderson. (laughs) Queen Victoria. Oh, okay, Queen Victoria. And when she married Prince Albert in 1940, she was wearing a very simple, what at the time was a very simple... Can I stop you there? (laughs) Can I just stop you there? Next week, I'd love to know why they call a piercing on your bellend a Prince Albert. Can you do that for your etymology of the week? I mean, I think, off the top of my head, it's basically because he had one, and that's why. Shut up. Hmm. Is that what it that is? That was the rumour. I mean, we'll never be able to prove that, but that was the rumour. Also, why would you pierce your willy? Well, remember, he was, he was German. And, you know, even Berlin now is still a bit, you know... Just, and you... so I think he did it for sexual gratification. But would it, what if it got trapped? Yeah, I know. Ugh. Anyway, carry on. Sorry to interrupt. So, yes, anyway, uh, when they married in 1840, Queen Victoria was wearing a very simple court dress, which was white. Um, and again, a bit like what we said about funerals and black, to get that white uh, fabric, you, you, had to, it had to be, you had to have money, basically, because it was incredibly expensive to wear, and it was not something that a lot of people could afford at that time. And even well into the 20th century, so not that long ago, um, middle-class brides often chose to wear a non-white dress, just sort of their Sunday best, in effect, because, again, they couldn't afford it. And then with the post-war economic boom, particularly in America, uh, plus the availability of cheaper man-made 
fibres and new weaving technology, it made the white wedding reach most brides. So actually this whole tradition of, oh, getting married in white isn't quite as sort of traditions old as people think. Oh, okay. It really is, the grand scheme of things, about 70 years old. So it's not that old. So you don't have to get married in white if you don't want to. Do you still have your wedding dress? <laughs> I still have my morning dress. Do yes. you? Yes. Yes, of course I do. What are you going to wear that for? Other people's weddings. That's a bit wrong. Dress. That's a bit wrong, isn't it? What do you mean? That's like a bride going to someone else's wedding in her wedding dress. No, but I think it's different for men. Okay. It's just morning dresses, morning dresses, morning dresses. Oh, that'll be coming up to a year. Oh, no, well, it's September, yeah, won't it? Yeah, we've got a while. Yeah. Mm. So we'll wear that. Okay. So it's not to do to represent virginity. Uh, no, that, that sort of become a... Um, I mean, dressmakers added that in as a bit of a thing, because white is pure, but it wasn't... That's not how it started. It's sort of that's been attached since. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Thank you. If you get married, are you wearing white? Uh, what, like a white no, suit? No, probably not you in white. I'm pure. <laughs> you're pure and you're simple. <laughs> and he's there for you. I, I am practically a virgin. Shall we go to the listeners? <laughs> Yes. Um, well, look, as well as chiming in with his infectious laugh, it says here, and keeping Jordan and Jordan and I on the straight and narrow, Jordan and me on the straight and narrow, executive producer Ben sends out a newsletter to V-I-G and Divas. Trips off the tongue. What's V-I-G? Very important. Very important, G and Divas. And look, this is free, OK? You know, you don't get anything for free in life, but you do get this for free. Uh, it's full of extra content, polls, and in the latest one, he even asked for merch recommendations for all of you, because we are now merch-less. Have we sold out all the merch? Oh, we sold out years ago, but we are absolutely... <laughs> we, have, we have sold out of everything. Um, so if you, <laughs> don't want to, if, if you don't want to miss out on all the fun... Sign up to our newsletter. You can head to sexatmyboss.com or go to the link in any of our bios on social media. I do like your newsletter. I like your newsletter. We don't read it. We do read it. it How do you know I don't? Because it's tracked. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Is it actually? To be fair, Ben has never told me you don't read it. I just had a hunch. (laughs) Is it trapped? Who's read it? I mean, it is. I've never. No, he can't. He doesn't have the time. Wait, I'll see if mine comes up. I can't find you. It's probably gone into your spam. No, that's usually you. (laughs) Oh, it's called "Crowns a Car Crash and the Missing Cha Cha Cha." Yes. Hi guys, how many podcasts do you think would bring out a brand luxury steamer? You dirty bastard. Sorry, that's the oldest trick in the book. What the hell was that? I think it was a drill. Oh, God, are you joking? Right, let's hurry up and go to the listeners' questions. Let's go to the listeners' questions. Uh, This is from Miranda. Such fun. Dear William... bloody stinks. (laughs) Oh, shut up. Jesus. Dear William Jordan and EPB... Could gag a maggot. Sorry? (laughs) Could gag a maggot. Do you know what film that's at? No. Austin Powers. Right, well, it wasn't Pride and Prejudice, was it? Fat Bastard. That right. could gaga maga. I've never seen that. Shock. Um, last week, I was at a very nice restaurant with my family and clearly loving my food a bit too much. I took a big mouthful and started choking on it. We've all been there. My mother... <laughs> my mother slapped my back and... <laughs> I mean, there's... <laughs> Playing to the gallery in this house. <laughs> 
We've just done a fart and blowjob joke within 20 seconds of each other. Uh, my mother slapped my back and I then discreetly spat the food into my napkin, balled it up and put it on the table next to my plate. This is where the dilemma occurred. I was so panicked afterwards that when the waitress came round to ask us about the food, I was convinced she would put my napkin on my lap. So I said loudly, I spat my food into the napkin, please do not open it, could I have another one? She was a bit startled but was incredibly polite and got me a new one. But I'm sure there was a better, more discreet way of telling her I needed a new napkin. Any advice on the next time I choke on food? How do I get rid of the napkin slash food and should I have worn the waitress of the food or just left it there all the best miranda miranda um i think this is your no but i'd like to see your take on this i probably would have done what miranda did to be fair is it okay to spit food into napkins i mean look it's not great um if it's a paper napkin it's more permissible because it's paper a cloth napkin less so um if you need to remove something from your mouth and i don't does she, she doesn't actually say no she doesn't say what it was but, yeah, if you need to remove something, then you just spit it. I had a bit of shell. I had eggs benedict the other day for breakfast. I had a bit of shell, spit it into the hand, pop on the side. Oh, okay. But I wouldn't spit it into my napkin. But I do think, I actually do think, Miranda, you did the right thing here and you owned it and you said, don't open this, yeah. please. Or, or you just hand it and go, could you put this straight in the laundry, please? Oh, don't please? give them your dirty nap. Couldn't you, just, couldn't, you could have got up and said, can I just pop this in the bin? In the bin? You don't put it in the bin. (laughs) Your napkin? It can be washed out. Oh, yeah, if it's a cloth one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if it's paper, Mm. then yes, obviously. Then yes, if I agree with Jordan, if it was paper, ask to put it in the bin yourself. If it's cloth, you don't have access to the laundry. So tell them to put it directly in the laundry. Okay. Don't worry, Miranda. This next one is from Alex. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, I've just come back from a trip to Prague where I spent most of the journey listening to old pandemic era episodes of your lovely podcast. I can't listen to the pandemic ones. My question is probably a fairly common one regarding air travel, but nevertheless. I was assigned a middle seat for my journey back to London. As I settled in, I placed my arms right at the back of the armrests, making sure there was enough room for my fellow passengers to use them as well. With that in mind, you can imagine my surprise when a few minutes into taxiing, my fellow aisle passenger decided that three quarters of the armrest I had given her were not enough and started pushing my arm back. A few seconds into this ordeal, I decided that I should put up a bit of resistance because if I didn't, my elbow would have probably been pushed back far enough to end up as part of some sort of self-administered prostate exam. Wow. After resisting her indirect and novel way of encouraging greater awareness of one's prostate health for a few seconds, I was amazed when she turned towards me and, in an aggressive tone, asked me to stop pushing and told me that I have to share the armrest, which I thought I was already doing. Cheeky cow! I calmly and politely pointed at the remaining three quarters of the armrest that I deliberately left for her, which apparently was not enough, because she seemed to be under the impression that she required the clearance usually reserved for medium-sized oil tankers. She didn't seem particularly satisfied with the amount of armrest I had given her, and decided to further escalate the situation by telling me I had to be more of a gentleman, at which point I calmly reminded her that we had yet to take off, and we had at least two hours ahead of us sitting next to each other, so it would be best not to create unnecessary problems. She decided that the best and most mature way to respond was to say, I'll create whatever problems I want, which indicated to me that this person was perhaps in the mood for an argument, which I wasn't, so therefore I smiled at her and decided to let that be the last thing said, hoping she would realise that such a response is usually expected from a child and not a grown adult. Is there official jetiquette for middle seat passengers? Was I wrong to not let her have all the armrest? And have any of you ever needed to use your conflict management skills to deal with aggressive flight neighbours? Looking forward to your response. Best wishes, Alex. Well, Alex, I would have probably just, in me hating confrontation and everything, if she 
budge my arms off. I wouldn't have dared touched it. No, you would have run away. It's a lot of effort, this, for an armrest, isn't it? Mm. I would say, the, the, forget your situation, but the etiquette generally of armrests, if, you're, if it's three across and you've got a middle seat, um, two people can get their elbows on it. It's an elbow rest, not an armrest. So don't put your arms on it, put your elbows on it. One can go at the front of the armrest, one can go on the, the back of the armrest. Everyone's a winner. But I would say that the window seat has the window, the aisle seat has the aisle, so you would give precedence to the middle seat for the armrests, but it's an elbow rest on an armrest. A lot of effort, that, for an armrest. Yes. Yeah. So... Um, oh, I've mm. seen a really good hack. You know, on... Uh, hack? Get you. You know, if you're on a plane and someone puts their chair right back... Yes. Yeah. Do you know how to annoy them? No. Put your aircon on so it goes right on their face. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I've seen it on TikTok. Oh, I do like that. Yes, yeah, there you go. Although the newer planes don't have those nozzles. Do they not? Fun aviation fact. Thank you. Yes, because you of go. their ambient air conditioning. This is from Evan. Dear His Majesty William V, His Royal Highness Prince Jordan and Court Jester Benedict. Love it. I'm a single 20-year-old gay man living in the United States of America. I have only ever had one boyfriend. The experience left me thoroughly traumatised, but not because he was terrible. He was my childhood sweetheart, and I loved him more than anything in the world. Unfortunately, he passed away in 2016 from leukaemia, less than a month after he had asked me to marry him. It utterly destroyed me and resulted in a long period of time where I started binge eating and drinking, eventually reaching 410 pounds. Fast forward seven years... I don't know. Fast forward seven years and I'm two and a half years sober and I have lost 60 pounds. I have finally decided that I want to get back out there and try dating again, but I'm absolutely clueless and petrified to do so. The thought of the braying testosterone swamped cesspit that is grinder. well, let's just say I'd rather suffer the fate of King Edward II than do that. Fire poker and all. What happened to Edward? This is a niche royal reference. What happened to Edward II? He died very badly. Tinder. I'm getting bold. No, uh, fire poker and all. Just imagine that with your mind. He got... I think so, yeah. Up his ass. I think so, yeah. A fire poker. Yeah. I will just check that, but I'm fairly sure that's what happened. Right. Tinder has never worked for me, but neither he has... He didn't even have pseudocrem back then as well, so it would have been in agony. <laughs> Tinder has never worked for me, and neither has Bumble. Basically, what's the best way to get back out into the dating world? How do I know that I'm truly ready to get back out there? Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Yours sincerely, Evan. Evan, you can start with uh, a little help from your friends. Start of a song. So you could... Um, ask them if they know anyone that's mm-hmm. suitable that you could yep. set them up. You could do it the old-fashioned way. Just get on the apps. Give it a go. Don't overthink it. Go on the apps. The I would say that, that Grindr, as far as I'm aware, is not for dating. So I think I wouldn't bother with that because well, it's not for dating. Just get on the apps, get some good pictures of yourself, and then get chatting away. Just bite, bite the bullet, so to speak. You are, however, ever making a mistake using Bumble because that is the app for heterosexuals, the gay app is just called Bum. <laughs> is it actually? No. Oh. No, it's a joke. I've done that joke oh. before, but oh, it's okay. funny. Um, yeah, just I'd, I'd say buy the bullet, Evan, and download them. And if it's awful, come off them. If you don't like it after a few days, a week, come off them. But try it. And, and don't maybe don't look for... That's such a heartbreaking it's story awful. as well. I would, I Bless would look, your heart. I would look to the dates that you were going to arrange on Bum or on uh, Tinder or any of the other apps, Hinge, um, or the one I was on, Unhinged, and you can um, look to just look for those dates to get your confidence back rather than 
this is the person I'm going to meet and spend the rest of my life with type of thing. Yeah. If it gives you some confidence, and also confidence is sexy. So if you've got some confidence back, then yes, that will hopefully help. Is com- do you find confidence sexy? Well, not always, but yes, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Cheeky girl. <laughs> Evan, good luck. Get back in touch. We'll read your letter out on one of the poems in a few weeks and let us know how you're getting on. Yeah. This one is from Chelsea. Dear William Jordan and EPB, I'm currently wondering if I need to move countries. I'm currently selling lots of unworn items on Vinted. I always provide a mirror picture wearing the item and one on the hanger over my mirror, changing quickly to take pictures in between. I put on a certain top, took some photos and whipped it off to take some more on the hanger. I was wondering why an average t-shirt of mine had so many views and favourites when I received a message from a buyer to inform me my reflection is indeed in the corner of the picture with no top on, both breasts fully on sight in all their glory. Wow. I quickly deleted the item with fears this might go viral. After I spent the evening getting over the scenario, I started to see the funny side, sent the picture to loads of my friends and showed colleagues who found this hilarious. Later on, I went to see my dentist who had asked for before and after pictures of my teeth whitening progress. He requested to see these as soon as I sat in the chair and he and the nurse were leaning over me eager to see while I unlocked my phone. Lo and behold, what was on my screen was the zoom in of both breasts on the vintage picture. Oh God. The dentist is an old guy who went red and mumbled his way through the rest of the appointment while I died of embarrassment in the chair. How do I get over the shame? Do I need to change dentists and delete my Vinted account? Best, Chelsea. We know a Chelsea. It's not our Chelsea, is it? You never know. Oh, she has had her teeth done recently as well. She has, yes. I think for legal reasons we should stop now. Yeah. Um, It's... The only thing is, dentists are hard to come by, so I probably wouldn't. <laughs> what? By the time you get... Look, I mean, I go to the dentist once a year. Hygienist twice a year, obviously. Um, I By the time you go next year, he's probably forgotten. Yeah, he probably sees Unless, it of all. course, you've got problem teeth. Yeah, he, yeah, don't worry. Don't overthink it. We've all been there. Yeah. Well, have you? Swiping on the pics. Have no, you? I'm just... I'm sure... What have you shown? I've not and shown anything. No. Pictures are you taking? No, I don't take those pictures. But when anymore. I'm friends swiped. A colleague did it once. Did he? Or they? Mm. Uh, well, it all goes on. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't. I think if you're going, if you're just going back sort of once a year, I think they're going to have forgotten by then. Also, he's old; he'll forget. So I wouldn't worry. Do that last one. Go on. Well, hello, hello. dear William Jordan. What the hell was that? I was just getting the diction ready. In fact, I do feel, I feel a bit dry. Oh, do you know what I watched on the plane for the first time? Never seen it. The Truman Show. Oh, get away. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I'm living in the Truman Show. That's because you are. You're all paid actors. Mm. Not paid enough. Yeah. Weird, that, wasn't it? It was a weird film. It's a great film. It is a good film. I'd love him to do a second. You could be in it. About his life afterwards. You know, when he went off into the distance. Into the door. Mm. Mm. What's the saying? If I don't see you, good day, good... Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is from Anonymous. Dear William Jordan and the lovely EPB, it's safe to say that as a young gay man, they're all out today, my first year of uni was my slut phase. I decided... You can... Hmm? Just read the pissing letter. What? I decided to spend some time... Your locks annoy me sometimes. They speak a thousand words. 
I decided to spend some time with a very handsome lad who lived in a shared house with people he didn't know. He told me he had a secluded space on the top floor of their 12-person house and that we were guaranteed some privacy. 12-person? That's like the Victorian Yes. We got to know each other in the ground floor living room and he was absolutely lovely and would definitely be someone I'd consider seeing again, perhaps on a date. It went, however, all tits up from here. We decided to turn up the heat in our exchange and slowly removed our clothing as we chatted. It ended in us both standing completely naked in his living room, our clothes splayed all over the hard wood floor. (laughs) Sounds like a bloody... Hard wood floors. Sounds like a... Fingy novel list, isn't it? I think he sensed I was a little uncomfortable at the sudden thought of anyone seeing me, so he led me to his room upstairs. Let your mind fill in the gaps for what happened next. No, it please do tell you. We're hooked here. <laughs> Don't start skipping all that bit. It wasn't the best, wasn't the worst. When the time came for me to head back to my flat, I recalled I had left all my clothes in the living room. So whilst he slipped into some spare clothes from his room, I decided to run downstairs and collect my things. I'm not quite sure how it happened, but before I knew it, I began to fall, rounding the corner at the bottom of the staircase. I ended up bracing to hit the wall and ricocheted off it, landing on my back onto the living room floor's floorboards. I went to scream in pain, but no sound came out. I tried to inhale and realised I was totally winded. Oh, oh I've not been winded for years. <laughs> Do it for a bonus. No, my brother used to wind me all the time when we were wrestling and stuff. Oh, it's horrible getting winded. Right. Yeah, or getting punched in the back. Okay. Uh, This sent me into a spiralling panic as I couldn't move from the shock and was struggling to get any air. Then from across the room I heard someone say, Are you okay, mate? It turns out that the rest of the house had returned from work and were all having a house meeting over a cup of tea on the living room sofas when a naked stranger came tumbling down the stairs and was lying in the doorway making the most peculiar noises. When the guy I was with finally followed me down, he whisked me up into the kitchen with all my clothes, dressed me and sent me out the back door. I never told a soul and never saw him again. So my question is what is the correct etiquette for recovering from a nude fall into a room full of strangers that don't know you were in their house? Thanks, Anonymous. Well, you're never going to see them again, probably. Yeah. I'd so I wouldn't say, worry. You've already done it right into your favourite podcast and let us have a giggle. Let us have a giggle. I, I wouldn't worry about it. Again, it's mortifying for you. Thank you for letting us know. Don't worry about it. You're probably not going to see them again. Yeah. Or, if you do see them again, you make a joke of it and go, hello, I'm Steve. You may not recognise me with my clothes on. (laughs) Own it. Yeah. Say something like, "Um, I'm known for making an entrance. (laughs) Hello, I'm Derek's friend and I'm known for making an entrance. (laughs) Well, he did a fucking roly-poly into the living room while someone were having a brew. Yes, true. How funny. As always, remember, you can listen every Tuesday and Friday. You can watch us on YouTube on Mondays and share us on your socials all week. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexwithmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sexwithmyboss or you can write to this man here, William Hansen, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter paper. The address is on the website, sexwithmyboss.com. Have you got Alex Blitzy again this Friday? No. Oh, they're not coming. But I do have. Oh, Nancy Pelosi. Oh, that's a good get. We'll see you on Friday. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, 
crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexandmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexandmyboss.com slash cinema.